Hello my unapologetic beauties, welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Her, hosted by yours truly, Natalie Nadine. Unapologetically Her is a podcast created to not only tackle all things female and urban pop culture, but to empower, embrace, and educate the women of today's society. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Her, the podcast that's for her by her. And for today's episode, I'll actually be touching on some housekeeping topics before jumping into today's main topic, which will be how the reinvention of self is actually okay. Now we're gonna take a jog down memory lane and we're gonna look back on Unapologetically Black, which was a three week special that I did in honor of the killing of George Floyd. Now mind you, when that first made the news, when the video first hit social media, everybody across the globe was in an uproar. There were protests, there was anger, there was confusion, there was sadness. There was just a lot going on in the world, which was a little overwhelming, but at the same time, it was well needed. A lot of people were using their voices more. A lot of people were showing their unity or they were showing their true colors. A lot of people decided to use their platforms to voice their opinions, to voice their thoughts, to help share the voices of others. I myself having this platform decided that I need to do that too. Not because it's the trending topic, but because it's the right thing to do. Give people a platform here across the border. If you didn't know, I am located in Toronto, Canada. Give people here across the border a chance to express their thoughts. We even had a guest from Florida tell us how the experience for her marching in the protest was firsthand, how she prepared for it, what she went through, how she decided it was the right thing to do. So we did a three-week special, and I do want to give a big thank you to Anissa Apollo from the Educating the Reckless podcast, to my girls Melissa, Allison, and Tiffany, These were people that were brave enough to share their story, give their input, were brave enough to come step up to the mic and speak their truth, no matter how hard it might be, no matter how much it makes their voice shake. I also want to thank everyone for their support throughout last season and especially that special series. For me, it was just amazing because I thought, okay, a couple people will listen here and there. It's no big deal. But the fact that people were not only listening, but they were engaging, they were interacting. I was bringing in people I didn't even know I could reach. I was getting DMs. I was getting text messages. I was getting so much support being like, thank you for sharing their voices. Thank you for educating us. This is a time where you shouldn't shame people for what they do or don't do. But if you can help educate them to make better choices, if you can help shine a light in a positive way, then please do so. So I'm so happy I was able to be that teacher and I was able to be that light. Now, mind you, those posts are not up on my Instagram page at the moment because we are revamping. However, little by little, I'm definitely going to bring them back bring them back to the timeline so you can really see what a time that was. Now, jumping to a next topic, I want to talk about reconnecting with people through my podcast. 
whether it be last season or this upcoming season. Now, mind you, if I had a pretty good handful of guest co-hosts, and some of them were people I haven't spoken to in the last couple of years, or I haven't really seen them, we haven't really engaged. We went from being friends to acquaintances to someone you really would just shout out on social media, right? So I am so grateful that with the podcast, I was able to take that step forward. I was able to take that leap and be like, would you like to be a guest co-host? Would you like to share, you know, your one, two thoughts with us? And my thing is that it doesn't matter how long it's been since you've spoken with each other or since you've seen each other. If the friendship and the love was truly there, it will always find its way back. So I'm definitely grateful that the podcast has has been doing that for me in the past and it will come in the future. Another thing I want to talk about what last season taught me was four things. One, it taught me how to listen. Most of the times we hear people. You know that saying, those who, sorry, it goes through one ear and out the other. That's what a lot of us go through. We hear someone speaking, we don't listen to the person speaking. So having a lot of these guest co-hosts with me taught me to really put on my listening ears more and move past just the hearing you. It really made me have to focus on each word that they're saying, each sentence, making sure I don't miss that key word or phrase. So I'm very grateful for that. Another thing that the podcast taught me was empathy. So before I even go into that, Let's just cover the definition of empathy because you have sympathy and you have empathy. So empathy is the ability to share someone else's feelings or experiences by imagining what it would be like to be in that person's situation. I really got a true sense of that doing these podcast episodes with people, whether it was interviewing Tiffany or Anissa or Rochelle or we're talking about other people in pop culture, like to, um, Tanisha and I did. I almost called her Tiffany. <laughs> Too many T's in my life. But whether it's speaking on someone or someone speaking about themselves, I really was able to become more empathetic. I was really able to put the walls down, put up what I thought was, and understand what is and understand people more where they're coming from. Put myself in their shoes. It's not about just feeling sorry for them, but it's about understanding where they come from. How has that shaped them? Let me actually feel what you feel. Another thing that the podcast helped me with was group work. Now, who would have thought all those group assignments in high school and college and university that we didn't like, actually actually kind of came in handy. I had to relearn what it's like to properly plan something with someone, and in this case, the podcast. So we had to think about timing. We had to think about episode topics. We had to think about how can we come together as two people, weave as one, to produce the best content possible. So that was something else that the podcast last season really taught me. Another thing it taught me was, well, not even taught me really, but something it helped me with was expanding my skills. 
when it came to writing, speaking, and interviewing people. Now, when we think about writing, I know there's some people listening to this and be like, well, on a podcast, you speak. So, my girl, where does the writing come in? Well, before I get behind the mic, before I get in front of the camera for the podcast, I like to write out my episodes. I used to be someone who used to script it out and be like, okay, I'm going to say this word for word. I stopped doing that for the most part, but I'm someone who has, I always have to write out my thoughts. So writing out the script for the podcast, writing out my questions, writing out all my thoughts to make sure I present them effectively has gotten better in time thanks to the podcast. Another thing it helped me with was speaking. Being on the podcast, being a first-time podcaster, although I've done YouTube videos, although I went through the whole school process, this has really put me on a platform where my voice is everything. Everything I say matters. So in terms of expanding my skills when it comes to my oral skills, in terms of speaking with people, in terms of speaking one-on-one. -on -one. I had to really teach myself how to get my thoughts across effectively. Which words am I gonna say? Which words do I have trouble with? Um, how else did it help me? How to enunciate certain words better. So definitely that weekly, bi-weekly, because I could be the queen of inconsistency sometimes, but the podcast just recording these episodes in itself have really helped me improve my oral skills. Another thing that the podcast has helped me with was my interviewing skills. Now, mind you, when I first decided to go to post-secondary, decided to go to university, my whole thing was I was going to be a journalist. Now, I discussed my whole career life change epiphany on a podcast called In Pursuit, hosted by Lisa. So I will leave all the information to that on Instagram, Twitter, the bio of this episode. But long story short, I had this conversation with Lisa. And I mentioned how I went to school for communications, and I always saw myself doing journalism, or something along those lines. I grew up watching the news religiously. Like, you know how your grandparents watched Young and the Restless religiously? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about with Victor Newman. I know you know. I watched the 6 o'clock news religiously. From 6 to 7, that channel could not be switched. So I used to watch the reporters, how they conducted an interview, how they did this and how they did that. And now between watching the news, studying communications, creating this podcast, and having guest co-hosts, I've been able to expand my skills, apply what I've seen and apply what I've learned. I now know, and I'm still learning by the way, but I know better how to conduct an interview. How do I ask the questions that people want to hear? How do I take it from four hours and squish everything into an hour, but still allowing people to get their thoughts across? How can I go from asking the basic questions, hi, how are you, how old are you, yes, no, how do I go from that to asking thought-provoking questions, asking the questions that they've never been asked before, 
asking the questions that make them, hmm, let me sit back and think about this response for a five, 10 seconds. Let me just take a pause. I am learning how to be that interviewer. I want to know beyond what we see on the surface. I want to dig in deep, not where I'm gonna be all up in your business trying to get the tea, but I want to go deeper than other people have gone before. I really want to make you think. So we're gonna fast forward. It's a new season and it's the last season. Not so much the last season where I will not post after this season, but it's gonna be one of those run-on seasons, you know, like a run-on sentence, a run-on season. I'm no longer going to season my podcast. I'm just going to have it consecutive, like episode one, episode two, episode three, episode four. No more seasons. It's just going to be episode after episode, a little less expectations on me and something more realistic that I can be consistent with. So here you went. Something new that's coming this season is the new cover art. So if you are watching the podcast, you've probably saw the cover art pop up before. If you are listening to this podcast, you are pretty much looking at the cover art right now. So my cover art illustration was designed by Serafina Creative. She is on Instagram. Check her out. I loved this illustration and she's from Toronto. Yeah, she's from the six. So you know, you gotta support your local artist. So she designed the illustration for me and then I pretty much took that and created the cover art by scratch, which is something I'm very proud of because I am not a graphic designer. I love technology, but when it comes to those kind of things, I am technology challenged, but I'm very proud of the work I created on my own. Also, there's going to be a different upload date. Now, if you've been writing with me since day one, you knew that season one, I used to upload on Thursdays. Season two and three, we moved into, which day did we move into? We moved into Tuesdays, oh my gosh. Okay, so season two, we moved into Tuesdays. And now season three, we're moving back to Thursdays. And to be completely open and honest with you, the reason why I'm doing that is to help me be more consistent is to help with my time management based on the job that i do and my schedule i am off on kind of random days like sundays and a tuesday i always had that thought process of i'm gonna drop my podcast towards the beginning of the week and oh my gosh this is gonna be great but when tuesday rolled around usually i never had the episode ready or it was gonna get uploaded late in the day or it wouldn't get uploaded at all because, shoot, I missed my upload day. So now I have to wait till next week. So me giving myself that extra time, especially that day off, to properly plan my podcast, record, maybe take a Wednesday night to make some little finishing touches to tweak here and there. It allows me to come up with great content on a Thursday morning, to be more consistent, and to just feel more eased and relaxed. Another thing that's coming up this season, definitely more interviews, more ventures with the podcast. 
So my thing is, is that I love these solo episodes. I'm becoming more comfortable with the mic. I'm not as scripted as I was before. I don't know if sometimes if you listen back to old episodes, I can sound very monotoned, very robotic. I'm trying to be more free spirits, just sailing on, going with the flow. So I definitely, I'm trying new ventures. I'm trying new things. And I'm also going after interviews with people that I know and people that I don't know because you want to expand your horizon. You want to network. You want to learn from people that you never really thought of learning from. You want to speak with people who have similar interests, have a similar mindset. You want to speak with people that spark that flame in you. Ooh, maybe not the right term. <laughs> who let a spark in you? I don't know. Oh my gosh. Regardless, they set the fire, there's a spark, there's a wow factor when you think about this person, when you read about this person, when you watch this person. So definitely for me, I'm going to go after more interviews. I want to dive into the topics that could be a little hard to talk about, could be topics that you wouldn't normally hear about. I definitely want to bring back Unapologetically Black because that's something that we should hear more about. It shouldn't be just when it's the trending topic. It shouldn't only come out when someone gets killed or injured or whatever the case may be. This is a continuous topic, conversation that needs to be had until they decide to finally get it right. And yeah, so those are all the changes kind of just happening right now with Unapologetically Her and myself. So I hope you guys stay tuned. Join me on the journey. Join me on the ride. If you want to be featured on the podcast, if you want to do an episode with me, DM me. Pretty open. I talk about almost everything. So hit me up in the DMs on Twitter at unapologetic underscore UH. Hit me up on Instagram at unapologeticallyher. Or email me, contact dot unapologeticallyher at gmail.com. And I put a little more emphasis on the contact dot because if you don't add that to the beginning of the email address, I will not get your email. You know, I thought it was a really good idea to put that at first and now I realize it confuses people, so I'm sorry. <laughs> but the email is contact.unapologeticallyher at gmail.com. I hope that you love what you're hearing so far. Stay connected by not only listening to the podcast, but you can watch the recordings on the YouTube channel, Unapologetically Her Podcast, and follow the podcast on Instagram, at Unapologetically Her, and at Unapologetic underscore UH on Twitter. If you want to connect with me personally, your host Natalie Nadine, follow me at Natalie Nadine on all three social media platforms. Reinventing yourself. Reinvention of self. Growth. Transformation. What brought on this topic? Well, actually my podcast did. Realizing my self-growth did. But I'm going to take it step by step for you. When I say 
my podcast itself brought on this topic. For the last two seasons, my podcast was in this clouded area where I kept changing, but I didn't like the changes that I was seeing. I didn't like the flow. I didn't like how my feed looked or the content that I was putting out in terms of social media posts. But I'm like, do I want to start from scratch? I have all these posts up. Is it even worth it? And then someone reached out on Twitter to me and they, t- they saw my tweet and they said, if you want to change it, change it. It's your platform. If you're not happy with it, do something about it. And they were right. I wasn't happy about it. Let me do something about it. And what did I do? I changed it. This break that I took between this episode and the last episode was the break I needed to do some self-reflection. Was the break I needed in order to assess what I'm putting out there. What am I happy with? What am I not happy with? Hence the new cover art, hence the new Instagram feed, hence a lot of changes that you'll slowly see come into play over the next couple weeks. And I'm like, oh, now we're cooking. I actually took the time to create something. I didn't rush it. I didn't go based off of expectations and a deadline. I took the time for growth to do research, figure out what works for me, what doesn't work for me, figure out what brings in the audience that I want. But reinvention wasn't just the podcast itself, it was me. I really had to sit back, do some self-reflection on me. I've been doing this for years, I think since university where I'm slowly growing into the person who I'm supposed to be, not who others expect me to be, not what my family thinks I should be, but who I want to be. I'm reinventing myself. I went from shy, believe it or not, yes, shy, not so outspoken, kind of just did stuff to please others, didn't really focus on myself. And I changed that. I reinvented myself. I'm much more outspoken, probably saying a little bit too much, but I've reached that point in my life where I'd rather say too much than not enough. I've reached that point where I can't always be shy. I need to really just YOLO it. You, You remember when Drake said YOLO. You only live once. So you know what? It's not illegal. It's not life-threatening. YOLO. At least I have a story to tell. At least I don't hold my head in shame. At least I don't have to put up with the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and beat myself up over it. I had to reinvent myself. I had to figure out who did I want to be. Did I want to be this fashionista? Did I want to be this person? Did I want to be that person? Reinvention of self comes in many shapes, forms, doing many different things. It's not just one lane. It's not black and white. It's not A, B, C, D. It's not one plus one equals two. A lot of the times there's that shaded area of gray that people are afraid to step into 
people are afraid to look at, people are afraid to acknowledge. But once they take that leap of faith, once they take that step, whole world opens up more than you would ever know. But you have to have that faith and that trust and that respect within you in order to take that step. Now, I always say there's a lot of changes. I just mentioned I changed a lot over the years. I'm still changing. I'm still growing. I'm only 23. I'm grown, but I'm not grown, grown. Like, I don't have a whole life experience under my belt. But I've seen changes, like I said, with my attitude. From shy to pleasing other people, not speaking up for myself, to putting myself out there. Speaking up when it's right or wrong and living for me. If you don't like it, tough. My priorities have changed. I've reinvented my priorities. I've changed my life goals. You know, some people thought, okay, this is the do-all, end-all. This is where it's going to be. I don't need to pursue anything after this. You're wrong. If you're not finding ways to constantly change yourself, especially when you have the time, when you have the privilege, when you have the opportunities to do so, then what are you doing? You're really wasting a lot of time and a lot of your life. You are losing sense of self. You're losing sense of purpose. You're not using yourself to God's or the universe full intentions for you. I've also seen my purpose reinvent, grow, and shift. I think I'm still in that position where I'm still finding out what my purpose is. But at the moment, I've, I've been feeling a shift in my purpose. I don't know what it is yet, but I feel the shift and I feel the energy. Now, here's the thing. We talk about reinvention, rejuvenation. We talk about growth. We talk about changes within, changes outside of us. But what about the things that stunts our growth and ability to change? You need to kind of look at the people that, how would I say this? That think that we are or should be the same people that they knew from before. There is no one out there right now who can still say that they know me. There's a handful of people, mind you. There's a dozen other of There's like a dozen others who can say they knew me. Yeah, you know, I know Natalie. That was my homegirl back in the day. We were besties. We were this. We were that. But I'm forever changing. I'm forever growing. So there's no way you can still say that you know me. There's no way. And there's people who think that you should remain the same. Well, why change? You were good before. Was I good because it was in benefits to you? Or was I good in benefits to me? From friends to families to strangers to bosses to whoever. There's going to be a lot of people who think you should still be that same person they met a year ago, two years ago, even two months ago. But if you are accepting changes into your life, if you are accepting growth, if you are accepting the journey that the universe has created for you, 
then you are not that same person. Hell, you might not even be the same person from a week ago, maybe 24 hours ago. Everybody deserves a second, sometimes a third or a fourth chance to really make that change. Seize the change. Reinvent yourself if you're not happy. Be the person you were intended to be. Another thing that kind of puts a pause on the growth and the ability to change is having people project negativity onto you. And that comes from jealousy, but that also comes from not knowing our own self-worth. When we speak down onto ourselves, when we don't acknowledge our true potential, that gives the gate pass for people to speak negatively on us. That gives people the opportunity to cast a negative energy aura onto our life, onto our purpose, onto our being. And that truly stuns our growth. We might not notice it now, but we'll notice it later on. They get to flourish. They get to be who they want to be. They get to live life to the fullest. But you're still stuck there. Is that the place where you really want to be? Is that the place you were intended to be? So think about these things that stun your growth. Think about the people you have in your circle, in your surroundings. If those friends aren't adding to your benefit, and I'm not saying adding in the sense that we have to use these people. I'm saying adding in the sense that do they have your best interest at heart? Are they pushing you to be your best self? Or are they making you stay where you are because it's comfortable for them? Assess the people in your lives. Figure out who to keep, who to stray away from, and who to cut. Yes, I said cut it. Just, just cut the thread. Just one time. Just cut. Let it drop. Things happen. Life happens. But that's the way it is. We must learn to embrace the changes and the person that we actually want to be. Don't apologize for it. Live unapologetically. I don't really know how else to tell you this. It's the title of the podcast. It's the plot. Embrace the changes. Embrace the person that you want to be. Embrace what you feel is right. Not according to them, but according to you. Don't let someone's short-sighting for you stop your progress. Don't do it. They can talk. They can say what they want to do. It's up to you to listen. It's up to you to either act on it or ignore it. At the end of the day, it's all about growth. And it's not even just growth to grow. It's growth in the way that you see fit. What for you equals growth? What for you means success? What in your terms means to be a better person? I want to leave you guys with that. Take the time, take the week to address these questions. Write them down. Think about it. What does it mean to reinvent yourself? to be the best person that you were meant to be. Not what your parents expect you to be. Your parents had their, 
had their chance to live their life, now it's yours. Not what your friends expect you to be, because you are lucky if the same friends you had before are the same friends you had later, later on down the line. It's not what your boss expects you to be, because sometimes they can be trifling, sometimes they can be really caring. It's not about what society puts in the media of what they expect you to be. It's not what Sam down the street expects you to be. It's what you expect yourself to be. These are the things I want you guys to focus on, to think about. And it's not an overnight process. It's not a week-long process. It's something that's a lifetime commitment, lifetime change. It's something that actually takes work and energy, but it's for you. So I would think that you would want to put that energy into yourself. Well, this concludes today's episode of Unapologetically Her. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, comments, or podcast topics, Hit me up on social media at unapologetically here on Instagram and at unapologetic underscore UH on Twitter. Also, don't forget you can listen to the podcast on various platforms, including Anchor, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Podbeam, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, SoundCloud, on at unapologetically her podcast, Spotify, and YouTube at unapologetically her podcast. Once again, thank you all so much for listening. Hopefully you'll tune in for our next, ooh, yeah, hopefully you'll tune in for another episode, which is actually dropping next week. Look at me, the princess of consistency. Much love, y'all. Peace. I'll catch you guys in the next one.